eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com. Coming to you live from Bud Walton Arena where the Arkansas Razorbacks just cruised to a 71-56 victory over South Dakota State. I mean, it was pretty ho-hum. It was a workmanlike effort from the Razorbacks. They moved to 3-0. and for the fourth consecutive season under Eric Musselman, who's still undefeated in the month of November at Arkansas, I don't think you can ask for a much better start than what we've seen out of these Hogs, given the circumstances that they've been dealt. You think back to that preseason, got whipped up on by Texas a little bit, you're without your star player in Nick Smith, but to be 3-0 and and, and be in dominant fashion, uh, in my opinion at least, in these games, man, Arkansas is off to a pretty good start. You gotta feel optimistic about where they're at headed into this Maui Invitational. Uh, did they get their funk out of their system early with this preseason? I hope so. We'll see if they hit that lull in the midpoint of the season or around the holidays like they have in the past, but they sure do look pretty solid right now. You have to be encouraged. Uh, you know, this game tonight, I really feel like Arkansas had this thing in blowout range, uh, probably in the mid portions of the first half, uh, but they did have a stretch, kind of a downswing there where Saint, uh, South Dakota State really went on a run um, I think it was only about a 6-0 run, but they closed the gap to four. Arkansas uh, really had some uh, tough stretch there defensively, uh, sloppy with the basketball, and it ticked Eric Musselman off. It forced him to call his first timeout of the year. Uh, I'm sure that was a, a pretty eventful and entertaining conversation. I liked him in a fly on the wall in that huddle. Uh, but Arkansas responded really, really well. Came out, went on a 9-2 run over the last two and a half-ish uh, minutes of the first half there to build that lead back up to 11 by halftime. And then, you know, it's kind of like football where you like to get that score right at the end of the half and then get the ball back for the third quarter and score again. You kind of double up on it. Same thing with basketball. You want to close the first half strong. Arkansas didn't do that against Fordham. They did tonight against South Dakota State. And then you want to start the second half with a flurry. And Arkansas did that with an 11-0 run over the first few minutes of the second half. That really put this thing away. At that point, Arkansas builds the lead up over 20 points. Uh, and they really never looked back from there. They were able to get a lot of guys in. Well, one, they were able to get some main rotation guys rest. And they were able to get some other guys some key experience and some minutes down the stretch. Because you might need that uh, in Maui when you're playing three games in three days, right? The more depth you have. 
the better. Your defense was great again. They held South Dakota State. Looking at the stats here, uh, under 60 points. It's the third game in a row. Arkansas has held an opponent under 60 points. Uh, this is an efficient offensive team, or it certainly has been in the past in the Jackrabbits. Arkansas holds them to 32% from the field, 3 of 16 from 3. That was a key because, you know, for a team like South Dakota State to stay with a team like Arkansas, they need to knock down perimeter shots. Not only did Arkansas limit them to just three makes, I thought they did a really good job of limiting their attempts. They were running them off the three-point line saying, hey, if you want to put this thing on the deck uh, and come in here and finish against our trees and our athletic big men, uh, good luck. And, and they, they weren't able to really do that either. So great perimeter defense. Uh, Arkansas forced 20 turnovers again. You thought that might be the case. You know, Arkansas has forced 44 turnovers in two games. Uh, South Dakota State had turned it over 44 times in two games. They turned it over 25 times last night against St. Bonaventure. So you thought Arkansas could, could maybe create some chaos and be disruptive defensively. Uh, and quite honestly, they were. And those are the things uh, that'll win you ball games. You know, there was, there was a stretch, I think, of more than six minutes uh, where Arkansas didn't allow a point in the first half. Things like that win you ball games, and again, um, it's like beating a dead horse, but I think Arkansas is really going to be able to hang their hat on the defensive end of the floor. You're starting to see some consistency on that end. Uh, I like it, and I think they're going to be able to continue to improve on it moving forward. Uh, offensively, admittedly, it was a little bit up and down, I think, for the Razorbacks. The good, 46% uh, from the field. That's solid. It, it, it's not crazy. It's not that, you know, that they were... Uh, just knocking down every shot that they took there. But that's a respectable number, I think, for the Razorbacks. Uh, I like that they knocked down seven threes. You look at the end of the game at the box score, uh, and Arkansas's seven of 22 for the game it was at 31, 32%. Uh, it doesn't look that great, but they did miss their last several. Some of those came down the stretch, uh, you know, when you, when you had the end of the bench in the game. Uh, but during the flow, Arkansas shot it closer to that 35, 40% range from three. I like their selection. I like the guys in Devo. Uh, Jordan Walsh, Ricky Council knocked one down. Uh, Trevin Brazil knocked one down. They were stepping into good shots with confidence uh, and making them. And you're going to need to do that because teams you can see are really packing the lane uh, against the Razorbacks and saying, hey, if you're going to beat us from three, good luck, but we're not going to let you get inside. Arkansas has been good uh, about not taking the bait too often. And I like their shot selection from three tonight, and it forced uh, South Dakota State to spread the defense out, and then those driving lanes open up, and that's where Arkansas was really able to open up the game. Uh, so, again, good field goal percentage, good number of threes, 17 assists I think is a good number. Eric Musselman said they had 231 passes. That goal is around 200. So, uh, again, some positive developments there, but definitely some things that Arkansas needs to work on. Uh, the bad, 8 of 15 from the free throw line, everything's bad about that. Arkansas needs, I think they were outshot 20 to 15 from the stripe. Uh, that needs to at least be flipped and probably more so. Arkansas is a team that really gets those FTAs high. 15 is not enough for as aggressive they are, as they are on the attack. you got to make more than 8. And, you know, free throw shooting throughout exhibition season was a little bit of an issue. Uh, and we're kind of seeing that here early in the season. Under 70% on the year, they need to have a little bit more focused effort from the free throw line. Uh, and then Arkansas had 20 turnovers. Uh, man, that's just too many. That, that, that kind of gives you flashbacks to some of the things that we saw in Europe. Uh, there were some reasons why that happened. Uh, you know, Eric Musselman mentioned Trevin Brazil and, and them having the ball in his hands, playing some more small forward. Uh, he had four turnovers. It was a little bit of an unorthodox spot for them. A lot of them were self-inflicted, though. It wasn't like South Dakota State was doing anything to really rattle Arkansas, uh, maybe trying to do too much at times and just getting a little bit careless. So they're going to need to reel that in. Uh, when they get to Maui, but I think the good thing from there, and, and really, uh, you know, one of the things that helped Arkansas gain some separation is you turn 
South Dakota State over 20 times, Arkansas scores 23 points off of those. Arkansas turns it over 20 times, but the Jackrabbits are only able to score 11 points off of that. So there's a difference there. Uh, at least the turnovers that Arkansas was committing, uh, you know, South Dakota State didn't make them pay for it at the rate that the Razorbacks did on the other end. Uh, you know, some player notes here. Ricky Council continues to impress. Man, 19 points, his third game in a row, he's led Arkansas in scoring. Really efficient for a guy who, who quite frankly, hunts his shots. He was 8 of 12 from the field, uh, did it in a variety of ways. He knocked down some mid-range jumpers. Uh, I thought he had a really tough finish through some traffic, through some contact uh, around the rim. He had a couple explosive dunks, one that he took baseline and kind of cocked back and tomahawked. Uh, that was really nice and, and a corner three so he's kind of scoring it for the Razorbacks in a variety of ways. Uh, Trevin Brazil another double-double 13 points 10 rebounds. <laughs> it, it, I feel so bad for this kid from South Dakota State. If you haven't seen Trevin Brazil's dunk towards the end of the game just an absolute tomahawk poster uh, right over the top of the guy. It's one of the most impressive things I've seen on a basketball court in person. It's already gone viral. I think somebody told me LeBron James actually reposted it uh, on his Instagram. I think that tells you how impressive it was. Anthony Black called him a monster in the post-game press conference. I think he tweeted earlier that, that he's a real-life alien. Yeah, I agree. Guys like Trevin Brazil, uh, they're unique. They're rare. They're unicorns. And Arkansas has him. And, and you, know, you see that athleticism that was on display uh, you expect maybe a lot of double-doubles out of a guy like that, but uh, for him to be able to play on the perimeter and knock down threes and put it on the deck and, and guard some in space while also protecting the rim, he's just such a versatile weapon and he's only scratching the surface of his potential. Really could be a special player for the Razorbacks. Great game from Trevin Brazil. Uh, Devo, Threevo maybe. Hey, two of five from three-point range. Um, love that about Devo. Knocked down a couple of those vintage mid-range jumpers like what you see from him from a scoring standpoint, a little bit better maybe than Fordham where he was 3 of 12, was 5 of 10 in this game, so provided some scoring with 13 points, and he was on the plus side of that assist to turnover again with three assists uh, and, and only one giveaway there. Uh, so it's another positive step in the right direction for Devo, who Arkansas is leaning on uh, for some ball handling, and, ball handling and playmaking while Nick Smith is out. Um, you know, and speaking of Nick Smith, uh, I do hope this team gets him back soon. Uh, he was out there getting some workouts in, uh, getting some shooting in. He was moving around, doing some ball handling before the game. I thought he looked pretty good. I, I don't know if he's game ready. Uh, Eric Musselman said afterwards that he hasn't practiced yet, and that's the next step. Before you can throw him in a game, uh, he's got to go to practice. You've got to see uh, how he looks out there, how he responds the next day. Is he sore? Is he swollen? Uh, so they're going to be, you know, it's still a work in progress and some things that have to be monitored, but it was really nice to see him out there getting some shots up. I uh, thought he looked pretty good. Hopefully... He's getting close because Arkansas is a scary, scary team potential-wise uh, once they add that piece back into the fold. Uh, one more guy that I do want to mention before I move on, Jordan Walsh. I thought he had a great game. He only played 15 minutes. Man, he came down and, and rolled his ankle. He, he came out of the game and didn't play the last 15 minutes. Uh, hope he's okay. Uh, he was back out on the bench and, and moving around and was active. They had him on the exercise bike, it looked like, a little bit. But Arkansas is really going to need him in Maui. I thought he looked great while he was in there. You look at the stat sheet, 10 points and three steals. I think he just had a, a, you know, a rebound and an assist. So it wasn't a, a box score that jumped off the page, but he was such a big factor for Arkansas in both of their runs. To close the first half, he knocked down a three, um, had a block, had a steal, a couple assists. That really, I thought, sparked and kind of was the catalyst coming out of that timeout from Eric Musselman. And then to start the second half when Arkansas really put it away, 
Uh, he did some great things in that in that little rally too. He started with a you know a hoop and harm finish. Uh, I think he knocked down another three during that stretch and then continued to be disrupted defensively. I thought he looked really, really good, and you're starting to see him get a little bit more comfortable every game. And now you're starting to see, you know, after Europe, people are wondering, is he ready? Is he too raw? And he's still got some things to work on, uh, but you're starting to see that potential turn into production, and that's scary for a guy who's got the talent that Jordan Walsh does. Uh, you know, now, listen, uh, Arkansas turns the page to Maui. We'll see how close to full strength they are. Boy, it'd be nice if you had your full complement of players, right? If you knew Jordan Walsh was 100% healthy, I, I, man, the way he was walking around, I, I think he'll be okay, but you just don't know how guys are going to respond the next day and, and moving forward with travel and stuff like that. You really hope you have him. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see about Nick. We don't know what the situation is going to look like there. Uh, but I've got to say, I feel uh, better and more confident about Arkansas's chances to find some success and win some games over there, uh, regardless of who they have, because of the identity they've created on the defensive end of the floor. I think they're elite on that end, and I think that's going to be able to win them some games. Uh, and you know, if you clean up the turnovers, I think they've done a pretty nice job uh, of knowing who they are offensively, and you have some guys who are emerging and giving you consistency to go back to Council and Brazil and what those guys have been able to provide. Devo, a guy who's been there and done that. I think you have enough offense right now if you limit the turnovers to where you can ride the defensive effort and, and maybe notch a, a couple nice resume wins uh, here in Maui. Of course, it starts with Louisville. Don't overlook them. Listen, they're 0-3. Maybe they're like the laughing stock of, of college basketball right now uh, because of some of the games they lost. Bellarmine, uh, Wright State, App State, three one-point losses uh, at home. So, you know, like, like Eric Musselman said, hey, these guys are, you know, four points or whatever away uh, from being 3-0. and and it's a team that's going to be hungry. I don't think Arkansas needs to take them for granted. They've got some players. They've got some talent. Um, but you have to like Arkansas in that matchup with the way that they've been able to defend. I really think you do. Uh, and, and so from there, I, I think the question is, uh, how much depth does this Razorback team have? Uh, and what's their conditioning level like? Because you go to these tournaments, you play back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back games. Usually by the championship game, the final day, that's the worst basketball because teams are tired. They've got heavy legs. Shots are falling short. You get a little bit sloppy. Uh, you know, the defense is a step slow, so there's more fouls called and free throw shot. Uh, so a lot of times the teams who are in the best condition or have the best depth are the ones that win out in those events. And I do think Arkansas has that. Like, again, it'd be great if they were at full strength. But regardless, uh, I, I think you're starting to see this depth start to, to, to take shape uh, for the Razorbacks. You saw Mikel Mitchell getting involved. Jalen Graham, very sporadic tonight, uh, but you know what he's capable of in terms of providing some, some depth there and some scoring pop offensively. Uh, Darian Ford got some good run in the backcourt. I think he played about nine minutes tonight. That's huge for a guy like that. Barry Dunning played quite a bit. Joseph Pinion, you know, there might be some spurts in there against some of these teams where they've got, Arkansas has got to put those guys in and rely on them to, to produce and give you some quality minutes just to get some of those main guys breathers, and that's so valuable. Uh, but again, uh, I think Arkansas is in a good spot here going into Maui. you got to be excited about this. I mean, it's one of the most prestigious events uh, in the country. Every year, college basketball season, feast week, uh, you know, starts Monday night. It's going to be an exciting time. I'm really, really looking forward to it. We've learned a lot about the Razorbacks on this three-game homestand, but we'll really start to figure some things out here in the next few days as Arkansas plays three potential resume-building games uh, before they get back home for a stretch. And listen, we're not too far removed from the start of SEC play, so we're starting to figure some things out 
Uh, again, a good night for the Razorbacks, 15-point win uh, over South Dakota State. They're 3-0, and can't be any better than that. And they've got some confidence and some momentum built before they head to Maui next week. And we'll have it all broken down for you over at hogsports.time. Looking forward to it. It's been Curtis Wilkerson. As always, appreciate you guys tuning in, and we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.